Latinos Out Loud podcast. Keep it going, but yo, 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 yo. Yes. Yes. Hey, people. I know Rachel so well that I knew that that yo was going to be that particular. That she was going to do that yo verbatim. Verbatim. I love that you know me so well. Yo, Jamie. 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 Jamie, Jamie, I mean, Jamie. hi, it's, it's, there's so much excitement here that I forgot to say who we are, where we are. It's Latinos Out Loud. Hi. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. former wedding guest, Rachel La Loca. Hi. <laughs> who who uh, else? This is uh, new new hubby, Jamie, Jay Ferns. The new <laughs> man in town. Yeah, he's a new man. Oh, he's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. Look at me, I changed. I'm already I'm wearing jewelry now. Yeah, I saw that already. Let me find out you wear jewelry. Let me find out you wear fancy rings, Manavanga. Yeah, I saw that ring, son. And it's like not like candy. It's like real. It's like like a steel of some sort or a precious metal. Well, um the the place that I got it gave me one that was fan you know, I bought one that was like Fancy-ish, like that you can wear for the ceremony, and then they gave me one for free that I could wear all the time. Ooh, and I'm wearing that one right now. Right, so I'm cool, showing man. people that like are just it, listening. I'm actually showing it in the zoom. But this gold, one is son. this one I could play like volleyball with and Jeez. do activities with, and not and not like worry about getting scratched. The other one that I have is for like special occasions, you oh, know. Right, right. right. I think uh, it's engraved inside in the whole nine. I don't know. Is it engraved? I haven't checked. It's too yeah, tight. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I just. I realize it. like fingers get fat, like like sporadically throughout the day. If you if you eat a yes. lot of salt, your yes. finger all of a sudden is like mm. too tight for the ring. But if you've been drinking a lot of water, then the ring fits perfectly. So and that sucks if you want to take it off, right? And it's just like stuck. Well, and you drink, if yeah. I'm picking out, if I'm being like fried yeah. chicken or some shit, then yeah. yeah. So <laughs> soap usually does it. You know, get some nice soap, get a lathery finger. You know, just mm. lather up the finger and then slide. That usually oh. works. Slide, um, slide. Okay, Frank Nibs is here. Jamie's here. Where do we hey, start? Hey, what's up, everybody? Is... All right, let's do this. Well, this how did you... Okay, I want to know from your recap. end. How did you like uh, oh, How did you God. like the wedding? How did you like um, my wedding? Because I was happy start? with it. What? I was happy we... with the wedding. Oh, okay, everything okay, really... Oh. Everything came... Everything came together the way we wanted. It was a wanted. movie, bro. I, I, you, you put this together. You and your wife put this together like a movie. She Great put, job. yeah, she put a it lot of it beautiful. together. Holy smokes! It was beautiful. It was a tearjerker, man. I, I don't know if I'm getting too old. I need to go back to the gym, man. I well, need to I go. Didn't, I was scared. I was crying too, and I, I cried like before she even came out. I was like, "What's happening? What's <laughs> happening to my <laughs> eyes? Why?" I wanted to come out and like give like a you know, yo, what's up, everybody? And then I, I. Once I came out with my parents, like I had to look at, I had to look at the at the floor, because yeah. I'm like, oh shit, these tears are coming out. Oh, yeah. that is so so cute. That is so adorable. Um, when you came out with your mom and dad, it was also a moment. Uh, everybody yeah. could see your joy, how proud you were, 
it was really a happy moment. You, the way you guys all came out, the doors open, and oh, the Brooklyn man. wind blew in. Oh, and then yeah. in walked the Littles, the Flower Girls, and the Ring Bearer, and then the Processional, yeah. and the beautiful Maid of Honor, and the Pinks, and the Mauves, and it was just Forget really, really me. beautiful. Um, and when Fatima walked in, it was like a moment everybody experienced too. It was just joy. It was like the princess is in the building. She looked flawless. Mm. And all yeah. eyes were on that moment where you two connect at the altar. It was really beautiful. And, and the it's moment, emotional. It was a, yeah. Jamie, sorry to do this, but... No, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was a beautiful moment when she came up to you and I was facing her. You were facing the other way and she was, she was crying a little bit and you told her a joke and she just lit up right there. And it was oh. just like she was laughing after that. So that I don't know that to me showed me like the connection that you guys have like it's like no matter what man it's like you you guys you know you and I noticed one thing her family is very funny so I see that connection more <laughs> between her and you like I didn't know her family was that funny her sister-in-law is hilarious with that you know I don't want to yeah I don't want to go too speeches. forward but I saw yeah. that moment when you when she came up and you and you know she was you know she was crying a little bit and you told her that joke and she just giggled and it was beautiful <laughs> after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was nice, yeah. Man. I mean, it was you know you, you're up there looking at each other for like 15 minutes, so it's just like <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's like okay, and you know everybody's looking at you and you're just like it is kind of like nerve wracking. Um, and then you know we had the violin version of John Legend's All of oh, Me, like man, all of that stuff. Oh. Oh is God. is all of that stuff is 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 designed to you know elicit yeah, that dig all that, the that emotion was like that you have. My soul, man. The yes. violins, just play a violin. The I cry, I cry. Nice. Like violins Jeez. are the most beautiful instrument out there, you know. And then, really, is. and then we had the uh, the artificient was the 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 guy um, who introduced us. Love that. Yeah, you boy. Is he is he from Work Jerks, by the way? No, no, no. No, where's um, he from? I've seen him before. Well, I've worked, I worked with him. Yeah, yeah but I've seen him in so many of your events. No, <laughs> so I've seen him. Was a, was a show that we did. Like. Yeah, but I've seen him in some of your events or something. I, I know. No, I know. he always comes to Room 28 shows. So okay, if, that's if what you've seen him on okay. Room 28, yeah. he's, he's probably gone to like 80% of the shows. Okay, but, yeah, he's um, hilarious. He's funny, man. He was, yeah, he made it, he personalized it and, you know, it was cool. That, um, did, did he have to become ordained just just to do that? Uh, yeah, he did. You? Wow! I, I was calling him Anthony. I was calling him Anthony ordained. He had to do that shit. So, so now he can make some money off of it. Now he can make some money off of that shit. That's the best. Um, yo, he was pimping yeah. it out to us. He was like, "Yo, it's a real quick class. You take online. Anybody could do it." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's interesting. I'd love to do like a comedy, be an yeah. ordained comedy minister of some sort." Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You would just might fun? get married with somebody for the hell of it, and it'd be legal. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was dope. And man. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was. Um, we had a pig. Oh my god! And people went in on that pig. I didn't even get to eat any of the pig. What? I never yeah. eat a pig, but the pig is like, ooh, that was good, man. Those tacos Yo, like, were on point. Y'all like terrorized that pigs. <laughs> Rachel was <laughs> Rachel was on that line like two, three times. I saw you, Rachel. Um, it was only once, Frank. Maybe you're mistaking for the bar line, because those they kind of intersected there. So I was only on the pig line once. Um, oh, okay, and, okay, not bad. I was like, now, yo, the, the the guy cutting it was like, all I have is snout left, bro. Ew! 
Okay. Let me get a little bit of. And you guys have Wait a minute. The left nostril. Yo, wait a minute. You guys had like the whole pig. He was like digging it. I saw the like the crispy side. People. Yo, I saw the pictures. Love that crispy side. That me chicharrón. Then I want it nice and dark. Absolutely. That's the best part. I saw the pictures where it was it was full, and then but when I got there, it looked like coyotes had like had had eaten it and shit. I'm like, damn. They let the hawks in. Yeah. But, um, and then, yeah, like you said, uh, uh, my best man was my nephew, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't, let's not, let, wait up. The speeches were another thing, man. The, the speeches. speeches were, I don't know. I want to give the, a round of applause for all the speeches. Yeah. They the mom's all... speech was off the oh, hook God. and Andrew's. Yeah. I don't know which one made me almost go made over. Made of honor speech. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they all were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, mom. yeah. My mom's one Yo. was making me cry. Oh my god! Um, Andrews was Shout making me cry Lydia. in the beginning because he yeah, was roasting man. me a little bit. Um, yeah, he roasted you, and then he went into yeah. <laughs> no, but then oh, wow. you know, you know how they, you know how we do. We gotta have some comedy before we get you with the yes. heartstrings. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was emotional, like when he actually went serious. But in the beginning, I was like, "How long are you gonna keep roasting me, bro?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's yo, it, Jamie. Bro. Everybody that knows good. Jamie's late. Everybody knows Jamie's. <laughs> yep. You know, he was on point. I was phone. like, yo, he answers yeah. back like two days later. He answer back. Yeah, exactly. I said, so yo, I was like, dude, Jamie. where's the where's the heartfelt moment? I'm waiting for it, bro. <laughs> he ga- yo, he, ga- uh, he gave you uh, the heartfelt <laughs> moment, man. That We're going to edit one. this for the wedding video. Note to the wedding planner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, and then Fatima's uh, sister had a great bridesmaid. She was, uh, yo. She sang. She did some carry. She sang when beneath my wings. She had the DJ ready to go with the with the sound cue. I was like, when did this happen? Shout out to DJ Jams Bond, okay? So, okay. So now we can go to Rachel's part in this. Oh, Um, Rachel, we, I, and we've, we mentioned that, I think the first time we talked about it was on the show of like, hey, Rachel, maybe you could be like the person who kind of like, you know, um, narrates (laughs) or like introduces and stuff like that. So Rachel did do us the honor of introducing um, all my wing, all our wingmen and wing women, which is pretty much bridesmaids and and um, groomsmen, but we just groomsmen. named it. We just named it something different because it was a little more casual. But so and Rachel, so yeah, I'll, t- I'll let you, I'll let you kind of take it from here. How was that? Because I, was- when I was hearing it backstage, I was catching like, like. You know, there was a script, but I was catching Rachel kind of like funny improvs. Like she would, put, she would like, <laughs> you know, just drop, and I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" So I can't watch. I can't wait to watch the actual video. But Rachel, how was it on your end? Um, I really took this job serious. Uh, I was handed a task. Um, now it's one thing when you're performing in front of friends. It's another thing when it's a formal event and you're performing in front of family that flew in from across the globe. You know, I didn't want to say anything inappropriate. I also <laughs> held back on the <laughs> libation consumption. I was oh, like, nope, okay. not going to drink until 7.51 when I'm off the clock. Okay. Right. Not going to do it. I was tempted by the beast. But I just didn't. Um, I also had a situation to deal with, which Frank told me I should talk about it on the podcast. Do it. Let's do it. Where else? Where else? I don't know. I don't know, Frank. 
I don't know. Let it out, man. You got to be honest, man. Frank, if she doesn't say it, you got to do it. Well, what, as what soon was as we, it, Rachel? I, well, you know, we, no, we came... No, no, Frank, okay, okay. no, no, because your version of anything is scary. Your version right, right, of anything. The Frank Spiracy so, version? Yeah. His version of any story, let me just... I'll say it. Okay. Now right. that you're married and it's over, I can tell you, and it's not even that big of a deal, but in a woman's yeah. life, it could make or break her, really. Oh. Um, I walked into the venue. Now, the dress. Okay. There were two dresses. There was one that was very expensive that I got on discount that I was like, yo, I'm so proud that I got this on discount. This is a really expensive dress that I normally would not otherwise be able to afford. (laughs) And I was like, oh, perfect for Jamie's wedding. But made me look flat chested like a boy, like 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 a little boy. Like I just there was no body flattering at all. And I was like, oh, "Oh, that's good because I don't want to be too sexy over the top. It's Jamie's wedding. I have a job to do. There's going to be family there. I want to represent for Jamie and I want to represent for Fatima. But then I showed the dress to Frank and Frank was like, no, Rachel, no. It's, that's, no, no, that's hold, not on, hold gonna, on, hold on. You said Frank. You, hold on. I said you said Frank. This is my dress. As soon as I heard you say "but," I said <laughs> and my brain right away knew you're getting another dress. And I just yeah, told you it's true. a little too it's a little too summery, and mm-hmm. which it was it was a little nippy. And I think you yeah. cho- you chose the right dress. I think for so the occasion shopping. you chose. Yes. Got the I got a oh, dress wow, that I, okay. I normally and I two days before your wedding the other dress I had for like three weeks. Um, but it just, it didn't make me feel excited to dance. And I wanted to feel excited to dance at Jamie and Fatima's wedding. So I know yeah. this is not about the dress, but I just want to set it up. So the dress was something that I'd never, ever worn anything like in my life. Okay. What? Now, yes. Never, ever. If, uh, what? You got a lot As of a compliments go- online, man. Everybody, all, 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 yeah. yeah. So I saw a lot of people saying they love I've the seen dress. It. Seen As it. a former gordita, I don't fit in that kind of, I, I never fit in that kind of dress. So I would never dare to buy anything like that. But now that I'm 85 pounds minus, I tried it on and I was like, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go for it with this dress. And I'm going to take it. It was a confidence building thing, you guys. It goes deeper than Jamie and Fatima's wedding. But I'm thankful that I had this Uh. wedding to have this epiphany and this moment of I love myself. I love my body. I, I worked hard for this. So I bought this dress on discount, by the way. Again, All right. Fi- fi- All right. 50% off. You got to clap it up for my <laughs> discount shopping. Anyway, so Shout I bought the dress. Shout out to Fashion Nova. Shout out to Fashion no, Nova. No, no. do Fashion Nova for your wedding. No, no, no. So I, I walked into your wedding feeling confident. Frank and I did a quick photo shoot in front of the ATM on Flappish Avenue. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, Frank, that, look, I don't know okay. how the, the night's going to go. I may get too drunk to do a nice photo shoot, but let me show my mom how I look in this dress. Please take some pictures. And he did. Thank you, Frank. You're the best. Always, um, man. You're the best. So I walk into this wedding, Jamie, feeling confident. Just did this photo shoot with Frank. This dress fits me. I, I'm I'm taped in. You know, my boobs were taped in. So right. I didn't know that that was going to fly out. I was secure in no fly all tetas. senses. Yeah, nope, no flying tetas. Um, and I was secure until I walked through the door. And I felt an ovary release. <laughs> and I was oh, like, wow. no. I was like, no, 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 no. Period. Now? 
Period. Now? No, 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 no. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. I have to say something. I'm wearing a silver dress. If there's any leakage, it's going to be seen and everybody's going to know that, oh my God, Rachel got her period at Jamie's wedding and didn't know. And I was like, no, 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 no. I had that moment. I walked in. I said hello to no one. Frank was with I, I looked behind. I looked behind me, and I was like, "Yo, where the hell's Rachel?" I looked. Out, I went outside. I was like, I "Everybody's know. like, where's Rachel?" I was like, "I don't know. She left." I didn't know what to do. I, oh, I am no. very in tune with my body. I know exactly when my period drops. It's really, really weird, and right. I knew it dropped. And maybe this is TMI right now for this podcast, but here it comes. So yeah, I didn't know what to do. I had no tampons, no maxi pads, a very, very flimsy thong, thonga on, a very, and I say that not to be sexy. All the ladies know that when you have a period situation, a thong is not what you should be wearing. Okay. It it does. It doesn't serve you good at all. But I had to wear yeah, a I don't remember I don't remember Cisco giving that advice on the thong song. No. Nope, nope. That should have so, been in the lyrics. I will dun, seal dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I will I will seal this story uh we'll close this story here by saying God bless your wedding planner. I went straight uh, for her. I went straight <laughs> to her. Oh. I was like, "Look, I've been a bride before. You've got to have something in that like wonderful like be- superhero belt that you're wearing and that walkie talkie <laughs> somebody on the other end of that walkie talkie could probably get me a tampon right now and she's yeah, like yeah. girl so calmly she goes girl i'll meet you at the bathroom because she didn't want Ooh. to hand it to me in front of everybody she even knew the That's secret she's like so professional right? wow she goes, I'm going to yeah. swing around back and meet you at the bathroom in seven seconds. And she was there wow. with three choices. She had the regular, the light, and the super absorbency. Jeez. It was amazing. She, what, she, was saved, like, she had it in, like, in a suitcase and just tip, opened it up. Uh, Jamie, send her a tip, man. She she was on point. She yeah, saved I my mean, night. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, we, you know, yeah, we, had issues her. Her she, we had our issues with her. We had our her, but it looked like she came through for Rachel. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, oh, I, I won't go into that, but... <laughs> so the speeches were much more i was worried i was like yo what am i gonna do but the speeches actually or the the um introductions rather were so fun i got to introduce so many people that i know okay through you through working with these people friends the guys the comedy guys the room 28 guys pete like these are all people that i really really like love enjoy being around and then i Mm -hmm. had the pleasure i'm gonna get emotional i feel a rock forming in my throat right now um uh, introducing anybody for the first time as husband and wife at their wedding is special. You know, any MC could probably attest to that. But introducing your friend of almost two decades and uh, his wife. <laughs> mm, that was, yeah. I, I mean, I, you did it. And that's why I, we wanted is, you to do it, because you did it with, like, very a lot of panache, you know. You um, guys, you yeah. don't know what it's like. Because people were waiting for that moment to see you walk through the doors. And then I just wanted to turn up the energy slightly if I could or set the tone of celebration. Although I didn't need to do much. Everybody came to party and celebrate. Um, But it was really, really amazing. Thank you for giving me that honor. As I watched the video over and over again, I just was like... I mean, look, we needed the energy. We came out to a a T.I. song, so... You know, <laughs> bring them out, bring them out. Was like, bring my way to come out. <laughs> you know, your wedding you was were, lit. Um, 
It was memorable. Um, and you were memorable, and I can't wait to see the video again to see it all like from you know from the other side. Um, and just some quick hits. Yo, after that, um, well, you know, my mom's speech was emotional because she's had a rough year. Um, there's a lot of like you know emotions there. Um, and then um, once everything was done. Everybody got to dancing on the dance floor, so that was. Was you put on those sneakers? I said it's a wrap. I saw yeah, you were jogging sneakers. I, I, I said, very oh, embarrassing dance, dance videos. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I shout out to that. Rosie who wrote. She put up a video. Was like, this is the groom, y'all, and I'm doing yeah. some weird <laughs> ass. I don't even know. What, I'm like half. I'm like my. You know, I don't know. Halfway on the ground doing some weird shit. Um, doing some Sonic the Hedgehog shit, but um, that's what I wanted. I wanted people to like. I wanted all the serious stuff up top, and then I wanted everybody to have fun at the end with music and and our DJ, DJ Jams Bond. Yeah, he James came through. Bond. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he came through, and um, and you know a lot of the stuff that I told him to play, he played. Yeah, even had some freestyle up in there. Nice. You know, yeah, some um, you know, yacht rock during the cocktails. You know, that was my, and then we had some R and B, nineties R and B, all this stuff. And then the last song that we had, the original last song I wanted him to have was um, "Insync Bye Bye Bye. Mm-hmm. Because that song means a lot to me. And that played, you know, that to, played. People were doing the played. Bye Bye Bye. Everybody was and doing then, it. But then everybody was like, one more song. And then he played Biggie's, uh, you know, It Was All a Dream. Um, yeah. I used to read a magazine. And we were in Brooklyn, so it was very, it was very uh, a great ending to the, okay, to the wedding. Uh, and I had a great time. I can I, I add something? Can I ask something real quick? The food was good too, bro. The food yeah. was off the hook. Yeah. Jamie, uh, Jamie, by the way, Rachel asked me if she could have a second uh, steak. I told her, no, it's not gonna happen. Was... <laughs> <laughs> she went up to the she went up to the wedding planner again. Mira, you hook me up with the tampons. Do you have another steak back there? <laughs> <clears throat> you know, there's a couple of things that I'm I'm actually learning for the first time that there was a biggie song played at the end, and I asked for a second steak. <laughs> Thanks for. I didn't know that this happened. Um, I don't remember those. Two things. Wow. Now nah, the um, food was good, and you had some keepers too, right? At the app, as your appetizer. I don't know. I didn't eat all of that. That was falafel. Yeah, sure. That was the falafel. Yes. Frank. Yeah, I, oh, I, did, I did have one. I did have <laughs> yes. one falafel. They brought they it. Yeah, like you have like you had, uh, uh, yes. But they were this. giving me drinks, and I was like putting them down, and then they disappeared. So it was like, what the hell's happening? But I did drink a little bit. But um, I drank more in the after, you know, after the fact. But um, I'm just to end it off. Like I'm really happy that you guys were there. It was great to see you guys there. Um, and it means a lot because I wanted the people that, you know, uh, you know, that mean the most to me and Fatima at our wedding. So it was great that um, my, my Latinos Allow crew was representing. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having you know. me. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I saw me. from oh that wedding God. that, nah, man, I saw from that wedding that uh, the people that were there, there were people that were solid to you, the people that were, you know, meaningful to you. It wasn't just anybody. So I was like, oh, shit, if I'm here, whoa. Yeah, there might be you some know? people that are like looking at the videos like, Oh shit, Jamie got married. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Interesting. I, I didn't get my invite, man. <laughs> how do Sorry, you feel? dude. Yeah, how do you feel? Or, I mean, it's look, it's your life, it's your party, it's your, it's right, your right, you know, right. Pockets, I, 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 you know? I love that. I respect that, Jamie. I love that. I mean, there was one person that didn't show up, and I don't. They're on my shit list, but um, oh, uh, just like no explanation or uh, or an excuse, or at least tell me you had surgery. You know, last minute surgery, but. Um, I'll keep it at that, but it Oof. happens. Yo, any, anybody that gets invited to a wedding, 
me, anybody that gets invited to a wedding, know that you know you can't just not go and not give a reason. Like, right, right. There's layers to this shit. So, yeah. um, I'll leave it at that. But um, the everybody else showed up. Everybody that I wanted to show up showed up. So the 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 you know I'm glad because people were scaring me with like. Yo, some people not gonna come, bro. Like, there's gonna be people that can't come, and and everybody was there except one person. So, wow! Shout out, oh, shout, wow. Out, shout out to my people. You had people from Spain, right? Your a couple. Yeah, Spain? there was like three: an aunt and my cousin and a boyfriend came from Spain. Right, so. right. I met your your brother-in-law, uh, Sean. I believe his name was um, Sean. Sean Batista. Was it Sean? Stan. Was it Stan? Oh, Stan. Yo, he's freaking. He's so funny. A, He's a no, funny he's dude, great. man. He's great. And he's so, a funny and, dude. We had we had and, a good time with him outside. We were cool. It was cool. We missed a and lot of the good music, yo. We were outside with Stan, and it was good conversation. But I saw some of the videos of the music that was playing. I was like, yo, that's when we were blazing outside. That's when the cipher happened. I was like, damn, we missed Montel <laughs> Jordan. Ugh. We met when Poison came on. I I, I went ballistic. So, Belle Biv DeVoe. Now you know. But um, Sorry, but yeah, it Jamie. was great. It was great. Um, thank you again for coming and making mem- making it so memorable. Nah, man, thank you. That was uh, uh, and I'm wearing the ring, as you can see. I'm wearing the I ring. I see so. that, man. You keeping it. You keeping it a stack, man. From the I'm first day, it. you put it on. Sticking there, um, I love it. Beautiful. So, Rachel, you were mentioning there were some people that you had even you had met, um, you know, for the first time when we actually did a web series back in the day called yeah, Work yo. Jerks. And Ooh, I remember this that. is a segue, y'all. So, like, let me have this segue. <laughs> We have our guest today um, has a web series uh, that we're really excited about to talk to you about. He's really excited to talk to you about. Well, talking to Daniel Luna was very inspirational. Um, He has a web series that he created and stars in called Functional that was a recipient at the official Latino Film Festival, our friend Danny Hastings Festival. And it's also just racking up on awards and it speaks to very many LGBTQIA issues that are interwoven Mm -hmm. with being Latino. And so there's a cultural perspective to the web series. And I believe he's in season two now. And I really think it's fun when we talk to people behind web series. Because mm. we ourselves, you mentioned work jerks. I think we've all worked on several. And there's some, there's something to be said about the like perseverance and the effort put behind web series. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yes. you think of the Easter Rays and like the insecures. Like, yo, I was on this one web series. Shout out to our friend Alana J who co-wrote mm-hmm. a web series that was picked up by BET.com. And I got to play her mom in that web series. Wow. That was fun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Work Jerks was dope. Um, and then I was also in La Factoria. Shout out to ah. everybody in that click. Tommy 5K, Ivan Manito, Brenda, Mr. Nueva York, Black Rose. Um, and I played Corporativa, Miss Corporate for their Long Ms. Island <laughs> branch. <laughs> So that's on oh, YouTube. Oh wow, yeah. And uh I I think I did um I did one called Ungirly and then I did another one called Bad Mom Life. The Bad Mom Life series was um by STX Entertainment, you know, the people behind um Bad Moms the movie. So they oh, okay. launched yeah. 
they launched a web series. So uh, they put me in that, just talking a bunch of momity stuff, mom stuff. But anyway, being part of a web series and also watching our friends, like, you know, just get their hands dirty and creating web series. It's like, you know, you, you wanted to get on screens. You wanted to, like, run the festival circuit. It's like it, they're, they're little babies, you know, yes. it, that you give birth to and you want to see be successful and win. Uh, and I really applaud Daniel Luna for doing that with functional. So this was a really fun interview to talk about uh, the film and just like the process of starting a web series, the why mm. behind it, what you need to do. And um, it sounds like a lot of fun. He like in work jerks got to work with a lot of his friends. And I really appreciate work jerks. So it was throwback and it was like, very it was very funny um but interestingly enough seeing these people at your wedding it just made it more special because i was <laughs> working with them we were all you know in you in were working and jerking jersey, with, with them right? working and jerking <laughs> Work. we were out there in jersey uh, shooting long hours and here yeah, we are celebrating I mean, we... jamie getting married wow yeah full circle full circle how many years was that ago jamie oh gosh. i look like i'm like Prepubescent. So what is it? Fifteen? Well, fifteen. It's like years oh ago? no! Um, it's oh, like wow. yeah, right? Like oh six, oh seven, right? Yeah, because I've wow. done. You know, that was probably like mm, one of my first ones that I've done. You know, I've also done. Shout out to uh, Henry when I did my, that one. I um, oh, Henry, yes. Alana Farrell. That was a, that was one that really meant a lot to do that and uh, and and Studio Heads. I did that one with. Um, um, you know, Mike and Mike, uh, you know, uh, Bago and uh, Anthony oh, Palmini. Oh shit, I forgot about um, that. Oh my gosh! And you do oh, it for my... you do it for free. You do it for the wow. love, and you hope like people see it. But it's it's the most pure thing of like let's just let's just like you know, um, do uh, a show that there's no guarantee that is gonna be that's gonna be seen by anyone. You know, wow. could be seen yeah, by yeah. like three people. You hit me in the well, yo, studio head. Yeah. Wait, there's one. <laughs> you that remember we had... that, Frank? Nah, Frank yeah, was yeah, in yeah, that yeah, shit too. Yeah, you, you hit me in the Frank head with was a funny one. ass, wow. has some funny ass scenes. Damn, yeah. bro. You slapped me in the harmonic. head. Shout out to your harmonics. I totally forgot about that. That shit just like, <laughs> poof. I'm like, holy shit. Wow. There's one that we have to talk about, Jamie, that, oh my God, I forgot. El Profeta de la Salud. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I forgot that that was, that was pretty much a web series. Yeah, that was a seven-part um, web series that we we talked about on the show before, but we produced that for Somos Community, which yeah. is the medical non-profit nonprofit here in New York that connects the care the uh, providers with those in need in the Latino communities, and we tackled seven different ailments each chapter or each um episode featured either smoking cessation obesity diabetes we covered the coronavirus in episode seven and you wow. played this like walter <laughs> mercado like character that was able to tell your health future with a crystal ball i mean that was so again we were like everybody was getting their hands dirty shooting that web series and it came out so so good Do yeah you that was a lot of fun that was a wow. lot of fun like I got to just bug out with that character, um, and you know we got to just be funny, but also you know we had to also work. We had to also make sure that we were get like um, spreading information, like important information about stuff, like um, uh, messages. You know what I mean? Like anti-smoking, and and like you said, um, when we did our uh, coronavirus episode, that was like in the thick of corona like just Ooh, starting and we were yes. we were telling people to wash their hands like from from the get-go get wow um, yep. 
and hoping that we weren't getting it on set. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was fun. It was very gratifying to do that, and I loved I loved how it came out. I loved how it came out. It really came wow. out beautiful, and you can see it actually. Um, I want to get you guys the link. I believe it's misomos.com. Yeah, M-I-S-O-M-O-S.com. And you'll see all seven episodes. And you'll see a lot of our friends there, too. So speaking of web series, why don't we just get into the interview, you guys? Yeah. Enjoy this talk with Daniel Luna. Catch you on the other side. You guys, this is the part of the show here at Latinos Out Loud, where we interview someone amazing. Okay, I'm really excited when we have filmmakers and creators, creatives, those that create, the creators. Mm. Do you feel me? No doubt. I I love when we have them on the show, Frank. I do Don't too, you? Rachel. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. There's a vibe. Oh, yeah. There's a vibe. Yeah. There's a vibra. Oh, yeah. There's a vibra. Mm-hmm. There's a vibration. <laughs> there's like, you know, you take a tuning fork and you strike. <laughs> there's there's vibrations. So I would love everybody to welcome a very special guest. His name is Daniel Luna, and he's producer, actor, writer, creator behind a wonderful, wonderful web series that was also in a festival that I was a part of. So I'm really glad to big him up on our podcast. It's called Functional, and he's here. Put your hands together, Daniel Luna. Yeah! Yo! My brother. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hello, hello. I mean, are, are you just outside of like Muscle Beach in <laughs> Venice over there? You're looking very like relaxed, tone, and like sun kissed. You got a glow. You know what? I have a lot of windows, so it's supposed to trick my brain to think that I'm happy. So that's. <laughs> oh my gosh. You look happy and sun kissed. Um, oh, thank and, you. And star kissed. Not like a tuna, <laughs> but like kissed by a star. You know what I mean? With your season two of Functional, congratulations on season two of the web series. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We actually, yeah, just wrapped. Uh, we released the last episode on our channel um, on Friday. Well, as of right now, but yeah, Friday. Okay, so tell everyone about Functional. I mean, we, we're very, again, we love having creators on the show. You know, these, the possibilities and the opportunities and the stories that we should be telling as Latinos are endless. And leave it to your own experience and imagination to entertain with those stories the way Daniel Luna and his team are doing. And then you sprinkle in the adobo of mm. doing it for LGBTQIA. All right. I, I, A, I, I, I. So um, tell everybody about functional and sort of, tie, you know, lean into those things I just said, like how you're doing it for LGBTQIA, for queer yeah, Latinos. Yeah. Tell everybody, tell them! Right. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, thank you both for having me here today. It's just great, you know, just seeing, you know, I was, I've been following you guys for a while. I've been friends with uh, Maite from CYC Corona Chingona, so it's just right. really great to be able to meet, Hi. you know, <laughs> to meet the whole network. It's been, it's been awesome. Um, but yeah, I wrote this uh, little gay series called Functional. Um, it's been now four years since I actually first started 
this. Uh, I guess like the quick notes version of it, I moved to Los Angeles back in 2016 after I graduated um, with business management, but I knew I always wanted to do theater and film. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it now. I know my that mom, story well. Yeah. My let me do theater and film, you know, because I have to respect my mama's choices and, you know, <laughs> love my mom, but she was respectful. She was like, Eres tan pendejo that if you don't go without a degree, you're just not going to be able to, you know, provide or, you know, or like, you know, back it up. So I was like, all right, cool. So I graduated, like, here's my diploma. I'm out. <laughs> so I came out here to try it out, you know um you know went through a couple auditions i was looking to get a couple of roles but you know it's like that same story and i'm pretty sure at this point anyone who was listening to who's, who's done it is kind of like okay you know you come out here i had culture shock not in the way that i would think about it i thought you know i was like because i would always see growing up a lot of representation that didn't fit who i was so i was like oh well, maybe there's no latinos in los angeles right obviously they don't exist out there and yeah i come out here they are everywhere we are everywhere <laughs> you know it was just so confusing that I was going to these auditions mm -hmm. but yeah I was going to all these auditions and getting called for these roles that you know we know the roles we know the stereotypical roles um and no shame on people who take them but it was you know kind of to a point where I was like okay the people who are calling me in are not people who look like me I'm mm. the butt of the joke um all this kind of stuff and it was kind of annoying where it was like you know they were making me like oh do an accent or make it funny and I was like, yo, like, I'm funny because I'm who I am. You know, my family, my parents aren't funny. So let's not do that. And so, you know, we kind of went through that stretch of I was kind of disheartened. I was like, no. And I was like, why do I keep getting these, like, auditions? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to screw it. I'm just going to write it. I'm going to write something. I'm going to put it out there. I was kind of more, of, it was more like an angry piece. I was, like, writing this series about, like, me and my best friend back home from Denver. I'm originally from Denver. Mm. And pretty much is season one, a functional, which pretty much, I mean, it's just started off as just a collection of my stories of me and her back home. We're both two queer best friends um, that all of a sudden, you know, like it turned into this, oh, you know, this is a series that, you know, well, we're both queer and we're both brown. Like, wow, okay. Like I was just doing it, just, you know, something that I knew. And so that's essentially what functional became. Functional is a series about two queer best friends, two gay best friends are just trying to figure out their shit, mid twenties, early twenties, you know, who hasn't been there? I'm still there. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they like to drink, hence the name functional. It just kind of reminds me of when I was like starting off working back home, like we were drinking just to make it through another day. And we were just hoping to get the next drink at the end of one day and get into the next matter the next one. And work hungover, you know, sleep for four hours, start it all over again. So that's that's essentially where this series was born from. Wow. <laughs> out of that. How was Denver for you and and being queer and and being in Denver? How how was that? And being Latino? How was that for you? Yeah, you know, I am very thankful for my mom. There's a lot of things, you know, I don't and I don't want to like discredit LA. You know, I feel like anytime I say this, there's someone from LA who's like, oh, you don't belong here. You know, it's like you're trying to talk smack on us, not trying to say that. But you know, growing up in Denver, we were at first like the only brown family. Like I was, you know, when you know, when you would go to school and people like tell us like one unique feature about mm. you. My unique feature would be like I can speak Spanish. Everyone's like, oh wow, that's so special. <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very that where a lot of people were like, oh my God, like, what does this sound in Spanish? So that was me growing up with like on a, a very suburban white neighborhood. But 
my parents, my mom came from Mexico City, my dad from Michoacan, you know, they came here, they immigrated here, um, both on green cards. And, you know, essentially they kind of didn't know the world outside of them. So we, we weren't really out loud outside of our house. So we were in a very Mexican, Latino household, you know, listen to everything. Every pop culture reference, I do not know from the US, you know, anything Mexican or Latino pop culture before 2000s, I got you, you know, and this is no joke, like I really didn't know who Michael Jackson was or Whitney Houston was Why? until oh after my high school. God. I'm serious, okay, I'm okay. serious, I'm so serious. Who, who were the names of the artists like on rotation in your household? Oh, we had Vicente, Rioso Rulca, who else? Selena, obviously Selena, Selena. Um, Juan Gravier, like everyone, everyone, you know, okay. before 2000s, every soap opera, you know, we knew every soap opera in and out, you know, we, that's what we lived for. Even though I grew up in Denver, it was like a very Latino household, very Mexican household, oh. you know, we had all of that, all of that in there. So anytime I would go to school, it was just kind of like something that would suppress a little bit, just because like, okay, well, I want to like assimilate a little bit more. So it would be called something like a potato, you know, brown on the outside, brown on the inside. Oh up. my God, why are kids so mean? Why? I don't know, I wouldn't say kids, I would say just society. Just the last thing you want to do is be singled out. I mean, now we're older, that's all we want to do is be unique, right? But you know, when you're growing up, that's not what you want. You don't want to be singled out, you're just trying to get through the day. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of life growing up. I was just trying to simulate, fit in. Um, there's a part in season one where there's a, a monologue by Liz Perez who plays Jasmine, my, my co-star, you know, which is the very first thing I wrote for this script, which was like, it was kind of hard trying to navigate through both worlds. And that's kind of, I felt my life has always been as, uh, you know, I'm first generation, I have to go to school and have to, you know, make sure, and I guess, trick people to believe that I was just like them. And I would come back home and be like, hey, parents, I'm still, I'm still your child, you know, I'm still not, you know, I'm not ashamed of my roots, you know, so I had to kind of build with two both of these worlds and then you know as i got older i was like great i'm queer awesome mm, cool. yeah, yeah. so that i mean it was like cool but like kind of annoying i was like i don't want to go through the same thing again now i have to come out as gay and then have to i guess prove to people that i'm and that's horrible to say now you know it's like i acknowledge it just it's like i'm gay but i'm not gay gay because obviously you know like growing up gay in a latino <laughs> oh household gosh. it's like it's all this kind of stuff that you're like having to surprise. And that's, you know, essentially how I've always felt my life has been. I always have to kind of go through three, four different worlds, you know? Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of navigating, Senor Luna, um, I would love to just take it back a step. There's a lot of writers out there listening right now or aspiring writers, entertainers, maybe some that are interested in developing their own web series, okay? So let's take it back. How did you navigate the process? How did you take your life experiences, the messages that you wanted to convey, uh, your pride, how did you then take that business management degree and create this mm. business behind functional web series? Because I feel like, and let me tell you like some of the preface to this question is that I feel like a lot of people, and I'll speak for myself when I was a lot younger, it's like, oh, you made a web series. That's, that's really easy because I do Instagram reels and like <laughs> it's the same thing, right? <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe that's your series that lives on a web platform uh, uh, on social media, but not the same, right? So talk to us a little bit about the process, the business, some tips that maybe you have for those like little Daniel Lunas out there, um, the aspiring entertainers and creators like yourself. 
Mm. Yes, well, let me quote my uh, very problematic fan favorite person out there from from Harlem Azalea Banks. You know, our our my theme was always been broke with expensive taste. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I came out here to act. I had a degree in business management. I had no business writing. I had no business producing mm. or doing any of the shit that I did here. Um, I don't know if I can cut, sorry. Yeah, no, you can do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You and your the house. fact that you said the fact that you said can I cuss was so cute. <laughs> you could cuss all you want. All right, go, 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 I love right. the word cuss. Oh my god, it's so cute. Please continue. Please cuss want, all you want. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> no, no te preocupes, mijo. Tú está bien. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I had no business doing what I did. But yeah, I mean, like, I think it also comes back to our roots, you know, like, I think all both of y'all understand, anyone listening understands, it's like, we come from a background, it's like, we work with what we got. So um, after I was just kind of like very annoyed, I didn't want to be that kid who like came back home because I had a lot of people back home who were saying like, oh, you're going to LA, I'll give you a year. I'll give you two years <gasps> back. So wow. like, LA is not for you. Why family do that? Why family do that? I'm going to say that I'm one of the culpables who also bet on the longevity of my brother's marriage and we all lost. Like we all lost. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we were like a year, five Five, seven, they're going on like a thousand. They're like good. They played like we played them, but they like redeemed and they I believe in love. Anyway, continue. See, they say that and like, well, I don't know. I feel like they kept repeating it to me. And I was like, ahora a huevo, me quedo más de un año. Like, huevo, like I'm not going back, like just so to prove them wrong. So oh yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, fuck, I have to do something. So after all these auditions, I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna start writing. It might be crap. I remember writing in high school. It was my it was my least favorite subject. Listen, I ain't really bad at grammar when it comes to English. I'm also really bad at grammar when it comes to Spanish. So people make fun of me and they're like, like, oh, he has this, he speaks two languages. I'm like, nah, I suck at both of them. But so like <laughs> writing was like something that I'm like, I know I'm not really good at it, but I do have some really good stories that I would, you know, really want people to know. So what inspired me a little bit is because prior to that, I was able to kind of hop in on another web series, just throwing it way back to when I first moved here in Los Angeles. It's called The Leslie. It's also on YouTube. It's out. Um, it was also a queer web series. Um, but that's kind of what introduced me to like that web series realm, which a lot of people don't really know about it. I mean, now it's starting to hit more with like obviously shows like Hentify and mm. yeah. you know, shows that sort of man. Yeah. Like bud, yeah, yeah. Also, like, you know, um, Issa Rae, Insecure. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of these yeah. success stories that started in the web series sphere. So that's why I want you to really navigate for us or share some yeah. tips. Let us know, how do you even start? Like, you know, yeah, let's say so... there's Danielito Luna. Danielito's out there and he's mm, like, yo, I Danielito. have this great idea. Mira Danielito, que lindo, so cute. He's in junior high school right now, okay? And <laughs> he's like going through some stuff maybe. And like how, how, what would you tell him to start? So what how I would definitely say, yeah, what I definitely say is what someone told me, which was great. Because again, I was like, I don't consider myself a writer or any of this. But someone did say, it's like, if you want to do something, you have to start with yourself. And they were like, well, start writing. And I was like, well, I'm not. And they're like, well, write with what you know. Like, mm -hmm. what, what do you know? Like, you know, if your first project, you want to embark on something like, you know, like this whole fantasy line, cool, awesome. If that's your forte, go for it. But honestly, if you don't know where to start, write with what you know, like write something about you that you want, like if you're okay with other people. Because another thing you have to realize is you write something, people are like, oh shoot, <laughs> like, that's what I did season two. I forgot. <laughs> I wrote and I was like, no, I have to share this. But season one was essentially like me just writing stuff that I've been through that I thought was funny or I 
thought was like, hey, this is a pivotal moment in my life, or I feel like this has only happened to me. Maybe others have seen it, but I just haven't found other connections that happened. So essentially, I just wrote with what I knew. Now, again, I knew I wasn't the best writer. So luckily, I, luckily we live in like this internet world that with that, I was starting to kind of start Googling like writers groups, you know, beginners writers groups, just to kind of test the flow out there. So I had a couple of scripts written out and I would like go to these groups, go to these meetings, they would read their scripts, I would show them my scripts and I would just kind of get the feedback, which mm. helped in a lot of ways It helped like having someone else's voice literally someone else's voice here. And you're like, all right, this isn't working. Like, okay, yes, that is funny. Yeah. And then having people's feedback and I mean that helped a lot because it was like again people who I didn't know and it was like all right if it's crap you know I won't feel bad <laughs> I'm already going into it thinking it's gonna be crap <laughs> but I mean obviously still hyping myself up a little bit so that's kind of one the first thing I just wanted to do is have a script okay is does this make sense can people read it does it make sense because some of the stuff I would read I'd be like what the hell <laughs> so you know, that's where it started. Then with that, you know, um, thankfully I had a couple of friends out here again in Los Angeles. That's the one thing, you know, I think in New York and Los Angeles, you know, you're kind of lucky and I would say Chicago as well, that you're, you're going to find people that want to do what you're kind of, you know, doing. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, I'm from Denver that, you know, I know of other cities that also are doing this. So, I mean, even if you're not in these cities, I feel like you can find this, you know, wherever you're at and work with what you have. But I likely was able to have a network time of people who also wanted to do their things they were just starting out so I told my you know, my idea with some of my friends that also worked on the first series that we were on that's Corey Xenos who ended up being uh, my DP for the first season and then now my director for the second season so I told her first about this and then she was like that's awesome let's do it and I was like oh wait hold on that's too much commitment mm -hmm. <laughs> it was you know having people like them were like yeah let's do it she's like I will do it she's like I don't know like I will do whatever you want me to do but let's let's go ahead and do it and then with that you know I started reaching out started kind of shopping the script around or just not shopping but just kind of throwing it out to people who would be interested in it and yeah thankfully I, I found a crew again this is coming from someone that I haven't really done this myself. So I definitely got lucky in the sense that I had someone who, with Corey who's done this a lot. I had um, Jessica Bacatos. She's the one who was our director for season one. Uh, she and her husband, Donnie, they also helped me. They were the director and another DP for season one. So it was pretty much that was it. Four of us who started off with it. And so so then I was like, okay, you guys, you guys are here. We're going to do this, right? So then with that, I started then, you know, putting out casting calls and like, hey, you know, here are the characters that I'm looking for and started the first round of auditions, which was like kind of weird. It was like, it was exciting, but I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> wow. And I also feel an important part of this is the festival circuit, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there's a lot at our disposal. Now we're seeing more and more Latinos being supported through these festivals and Latino-owned and operated festivals, like the official Latino film yes. festival. Yes. Owned and operated by our good friend Danny Hastings. Yeah. Which Ooh. Danny Hastings at this point, like if we had Ooh. stars on the Latinos Out Loud <laughs> Hollywood Walk of Fame, he'd get one. You know what I mean? Like he's he's been supporting our like on-air shtick for a long time. Mm. He's always supporting our stuff, our spiels. Um and we reciprocate. And I gotta shout him out real quick, Daniel, because I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, ay, 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 pero... Ay, 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 ay. 
Daniel Hastings is also an award-winning and incredibly talented photographer and has photographed some iconic album covers, i.e. Enter the 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang Clan. I you know, ain't nothing to mess with. As in Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, you know what I mean? As in those guys. As an ice cream, as an M-E-T-H-O-D man, okay? And now his photography, his original photography, some of it is has been curated in this hip hop collection currently being auctioned at Sotheby's, people. Whoa, great poop. Y'all know about Sotheby's? No doubt. Like Sotheby's, as in the Sotheby's, you know, it's actually located here, I think, on the Upper East, and I've never set foot in there. Um, and mainly because, again, I'm not a millionaire looking to <laughs> invest in Picassos, you know, um, nor like, you know, gold uh, genie flasks from uh, ancient Egyptian civilization <laughs> or anything else that they auction there. Um, <laughs> but, or genie bottles, I don't know if I called it a, if the right thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to to offend any genies out there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Daniel Luna, I just wanted to point that out because we were co-appearance. I don't know what you say, but like uh, we were both in Danny's Film Festival. Yes. Do you want to tell everybody about the laurels that you got for Functional? Tell us! Right. We were rubbing virtual elbows before we knew. <laughs> <laughs> so chill, so T-R-U-E. Well, no, yeah, I mean, with season two, it was so awesome. We got filmed at the beginning of this year in the middle of the pandemic, but we were ready to start, wow. you know, yes. showing these episodes before the season premiered um, the end of December last year. So Official Latina was one of the first ones, actually, that we were able to premiere, do a world premiere for season two in New York. So we were so excited. Um, we were on who was in the stream with the ghetto streams that was our blog and it was so cool because it was like another essentially was you know other web series um or it was category full of web series and it was just amazing to see just a lot of people latinos out there doing it getting it you know doing what we're doing i was like okay we're not alone so it was such an amazing blog to do with and i got to meet like everyone on those um in that blog when we did like our our q a portion which was great uh we were also nominated for like uh best web series and then best actor me and liz were best nominated for best actor so it was just such like a grace boost just to start off the season to start you know premiering it but but yeah it was such an amazing amazing thing and i was like Again, like I was like, how, where had this been, you know, a couple of years, you know, when I was younger, I'm like, oh my God, my life would be so much different. So I'm just happy that it's here now for the future generations and current generations. Like, okay, now there is a support system out there for us. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. We, we need these forums, you know, these forums accelerate our growth, not only as filmmakers, writers, producers, talent, what have you, but like we're networking and, you know, we're in the room or virtually in the room with one another. And it's like, oh, Daniel, I need you to be, I need you to meet my boy Pills because my boy Pills can help <laughs> you look for the DJ that you need for the music for your movie, <laughs> you know, like. That yeah, those yeah. are the opportunities. It's like networking. I feel like Latinos inherently are like networking beasts. Like, like I know a guy. It's either my uncle or my cousin. I, I know it. Always. Frank, that I know a guy is Frank's middle name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time our circle of friends needs something, it could be anything, something in the entertainment industry, Frank 
knows a guy, but we inherently are networkers. I, I think we just like the family networks here in New York. Oh, yeah. like, the abuelas are out there, you know, playing bingo. They're networking, yeah. you know, like, ay, mija, where did you buy those rolos? Ay, tu sabes la peluquería que está en la 145. Uh-huh. You go there, you ask for Maribel. Her cousin has a salon in the Bronx. And, you know, like, that's, it's like networking. That started way before our time, way before oh, yeah. Oh, we were media. we were introduced to that at the beginning so <laughs> <laughs> so okay you being in LA uh before we wrap this interview I always hear this too and you could debunk this rumor or myth or you can you know tell me it's right it's accurate people from LA whenever I go out there I'm like wow the networking out here is different than in New York City. Mm. And I understand the methods of uh, of transportation. Uh, the, they're different. You know, there's... Mm. We have a great public transportation... Well, should I say great, Frank? We have all public uh, transportation exactly. systems. Exactly. That's, that's better. That's better, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we don't, so that's fair. Right. So talk to me about the Latino networking or the events or, like, is it easy... To like, let's say, un por ejemplo, I'll explain how it goes down. And this goes back to Frank, I know a guy, Nibs, is like, we work on productions here as our hustles and side hustles. We're podcasters, but we produce content. Frank produces films. I produce social media commercials. You know what I mean? Like, we're doing it out here. But I know, like, if I need a guy or a gal, okay, let's keep it real, I just be like, Frank, I need somebody who lives between 96th Street and, like, you know, Pelham in the Bronx who can make it to this set by 25 minutes in two seconds. He's like, all right, here's three people and, and I'll bet you you can meet up with them in the next week or so. Like, they're like, yo, 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 I'm down. Let's get up for Bronx. Like, is it like that in LA? Because I hear it's not. I yeah, hear it's just so, so hard to get to each other. But then, like, how do we fix this? Like, talk to us about this myth. So here's the thing in LA, like, if you like, I live, I live now in Crenshaw and Slauson. So it's like kind of South Central LA situation area, which is somewhat close to stuff. But listen, if you live in the Valley, if you live somewhere else, I love you so much. Listen, like if it is an actual, like if I know, if it's like, if I'm on a date, I'm never going to see you again. But if it's, wow. if, it's us, if it's us, you know, doing something, I will actually go out there. I'll drive out there if we need to. But yeah, we're, well, I, I remember when I, we were first kind of pitching functional to start seeing people, I went into this um, kind of like an inclusion media fest. And I remember one of the prompters said, you know, like when they came to LA, they were like, well, where's Latin Mafia? And it's like, we are out here. We're just, we just had to find each other. And that is true. And when I came out here, my first goal was like, well, I want to find my Latino mafia, but also want to find like queer mafia. And I did find them. They're out here. But right. yeah, you know, we just kind of have to find it. And once we kind of find, I was like, yes. And with that, I definitely want to shout out, you know, Cabrones y Chingones, which Ooh. definitely was the gateway podcast, which been like they pretty much unlocked the doors for me here because I met them. I was able to meet, you know, the Latinx Brown Podcast Network. I met um Swap Me, Luis Octavio, who runs, you know, the No and Noah Bar. He's done a lot of stuff out here for queer Latinx people. Um, and was able to find Q Youth Foundation, which is a foundation that I was able to do uh, before the pandemic. And with that, it's just a network full of queer POC people. And so, wow. all right, cool. We do have the network. We definitely do have to look, though. But once we find them, you know, you find that that network is, okay, we will 
we either ride or dies when it comes to stuff like this because we know the importance of like wanting to do work but it's so hard because we already have so many barriers against us money people don't believe in us mm. uh where are we going to screen it so once we find them yeah so it is hard it did take me two three years to finally find them but i did and it's just been such an amazing thing but yeah unfortunately la is like you know if you got a bike or you got a bus or you got a car just find a way but you know it's just <laughs> yeah. the distances but I'll say I'm from yeah I'm go, I go to Long Beach I go to the I go to the Valley I go I go to East LA I go everywhere. <laughs> That's good. Keep that up. Keep that up. Um, I I want to thank you for coming on the show. But you mentioned a couple of resources just now. So could you shout out your social media handles? Because there may be somebody out there that's like, ooh, how do I become a member? Or ooh, tell me more about that org. Let everybody know how they can follow you, yes, and also yeah. let everybody know how they can find Functional the web series. Absolutely. Yeah. Join join this join this cult this queer Latinx cult over here. Um, but yeah, y'all can find me Instagram at Luna.tico um, on Instagram, on Twitter, and you can follow my series on YouTube. At, it's just functional series on YouTube, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, but honestly, I mean, I'm just really proud of it. This season, we talk a lot about mental health topics, we talk mm. about religion, a lot of taboo topics in the Latinx group community. So it's just been something that I've been really proud of. And with that, with those organizations, I actually got to partner with them season two. So you'll definitely see them here. These are real life organizations as well, especially when it comes to mental therapy. These are resources that are offered to our hand as well so i love that how smart you integrated it into the content like that's just brilliant Brilliant. No, no, thank you so much. But I mean, like I said, I mean, for a friend, I can't speak today. But also, thank you to both of y'all for doing this. Because again, it's like a couple of years ago, I felt so lost. And sometimes, you know, I feel like, especially being in the entertainment media, I kind of have to put myself in the box that I'm queer Latino. And then if I want to promote it to someone, people like, well, I don't want to watch your show because it's brown or it's brown, but it's gay or it's gay and it's not this, you know. Oh, man. La familia está aquí. And thank you for no, thank you for following us and reaching out to us. We are certainly the platform, and we're just an email away. If you're out there creating and you want to reach out to us, I welcome that. Holler at us at we are Latinos Out Loud at gmail.com. We're on all the socials. I keep saying it. We're on our Instagram mm. and we fight each other to see who's going to respond. <laughs> so um, holler at us at We Are Latinos Out Loud and call us. Daniel, we have a phone number. How cool. Like, oh. how, how 1971 is that? We got a phone. Um, it's 978 Latinos. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's a little antiquated to have a phone number, but we're really proud of it. It's like getting a custom license plate, you know, like that says Senor Cool or something. <laughs> Like, we have 978 Latinos. I'm so proud of that. Um, hey, back in the day, we had to call after 9 p.m. Y'all can call one after, so that's another one. That's so true. Yeah, you can call. I mean, you know, text and call surcharges may apply, but you could call all day, all night. Somebody may answer. Not sure. You never know. Or you may get a recording. Nonetheless, give us a call. Hey. No Daniel, congratulations to you. Palante, palante, yeah, elefante. Yeah. Keep Thank doing you. it. Thank Keep you. telling your stories because your stories are moving mountains. Whether mm. you see the mountain shift or not, you know, it may be a mountain in another state another continent uh but your stories are very important thank you for coming on the podcast to also share some more information and some fabulous re 
resources, people. Facts. Wow, what a thesaurus. What a dictionary you yeah. are. Thank you, thank you. No, I mean, that's what we're here. and trying to also build that network out here. So that's that's what we got to do. And yeah, definitely anyone listen to this. If you're curious, hit me up and I'm more than happy to, you know, help someone out because that's what someone did to me and someone believed in me. So that's what we're here for. Pain right. it forward. Love it. Pass the Latino Olympic torch, people. Keep that <laughs> flame lit. Yeah. Okay? Okay, guys. Wow. Daniela Luna dropped some gems right there on the the web series world. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, that was great. I mean, and it's great to see people just still doing web series, man. Like, it's this is the way sometimes to get your work out there. Like, you can't always just. You can't always just write a script and hope somebody reads it. It's like sometimes right. you just have to like film it. Right. And I like it because you kind of do it in you do it in, in steps, so to speak, as opposed to doing a whole feature, you know? You could do a little step, mm. baby steps little by little, which I like, you know? Mm. I mean, I've, I, I, I've done like uh, another two, three web series that I never got off the ground, like with Mike and Gil, and, uh, but it, it prepared us for other things going forward. So I just like the whole concept of, of doing the web series. Maybe you don't get the whole thing done, but it kind of gets you in the whole process of it, you know? Amen. Yeah. And I like the fact I like the fact that he shot during COVID too. I was kind of thinking along those lines today. Um, you know, throughout the day I just sporadically get these like deep moments, you know, it's like and now right. deep thoughts, like that sketch on SNL. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm I'm submitting these self tapes and a lot of people I think view the process as, okay, submit the self tape and it's off. And now I wait. <laughs> But I was really evaluating the process now after submitting, I don't know how many hundreds of teams, you know, like (laughs) the process is making me better, no matter how Mm -hmm. I look at it, no matter how many gigs I don't book or how many gigs I do book. Each time I'm in front of my own self-tape apparatus here with my green screen and my freaking ring light and learning how to position my frame and catching my best angles and bringing the emotion and having my reader audible and like all this stuff that you do in this life, I really, I've learned and I've seen that I'm getting better and better at at it. Um, Right. And I appreciate that process. So... Uh, it's funny you say that because just like the web series, I also were like, you know what? I'm going to think about this a little differently as I understand and appreciate the process more and more. Maybe it's my older age. I don't know what's happening, but I tend to be like stepping outside of myself more these days in my 40s and realizing uh-huh. it's not so much the rat race. It's not the race to it, you know, like I used to hit submit on these things and like. You know, just like, come on, come on, come on, you know. (laughs) Now, like today I submitted a big one for me. I was like, that's why I'm emotional. I'm like, oh, God. Like, I I see what's happening now. When there's one that I submit that I'm really, really, like, close to because maybe, you know, it's the second or third time I'm, I'm, you know, the CD has asked me to be on tape. I cry a little, and I think that's wow. okay. I used to think yeah, that's yeah, not course. okay. I used to think that was not okay, but now I see the pattern. Whenever there's one that I put my heart and soul into, and I mm. try to convey the emotion that is being summoned from the script through the lens of my iPhone, 
I tend to have to let some tears out afterwards. I don't know what that means or what that feeling is. Anybody out there know what that is? Hit me mm. up at Rachel La Loca. But it does feel better. And then also smoking a fat one while I'm crying I makes me feel out. better. Because they're not tears of sadness. They're not tears of joy either. They're just like tears of maybe I did it. I I'm not sure. I'm still unpacking it as we speak. It happened today, just a few hours ago. I'm like, here I am crying again after I hit submit on this tape. Why? I'm proud. I'm not sad. I'm still mm. trying to figure it out, guys. I'm a work in progress. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, right? But shout out to Daniel Luna, who we spoke to earlier, and everybody else out there just trying to build and create a path. And don't forget to applaud yourself. It's really important. Applaud yourself. It sounds so silly. Even hold if on, you have on. to, right? Even if you have yeah. to physically do okay. this or like right, do right. one of these, like go ahead, you know, you or know, a high you... five <laughs> or something like that. Or one of these from the eighties, you know, like one of these, you throw it back over your shoulder. I don't know what this even means. <laughs> she, I done did it. That's right. Or kiss yourself like on the, in the mirror. Um, like A-Rod remember A-Rod took those pictures where he was kissing himself in front of the mirror look at him he's a millionaire so that's he's, yeah, uh, I... it works it works if that works oh, applaud man. yourself especially for the little things too and and the things that you're learning along the way that may not even be like those hard you know specific lessons that it's like alright sit in front of your computer and listen to this webinar there are lessons right. everywhere everywhere yeah. it's crazy Jamie like through a project we did, like, I don't know how, I, it's like blank from my brain, but even through that project, I, I learned so much from, you know, Jamie and, and Anthony and Mike, like filming and, you know, and I just, I, I, if he doesn't say the name, it's just, I just blank my brain, but it's part of our process, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. And you gotta, wow. you gotta um, celebrate the small victories. Because mm. if you're always, if you're always just looking for like, comparing yourself to every other person, like, oh, this person is doing this and and I'm just doing this but if you're doing if you're doing something and doing something creative and 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 don't you know even if it's a small victory it's still something that somebody chose you for the role or you got into the room for another audition which means they liked you the first time you know so you're you have to look at those vic small victories and and um appreciate them um, or else you're just gonna like keep comparing yourself to everybody. You know what I mean? Like mm. that you can get healthy. into a. It's not yeah. healthy. It's like a get a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, so we all have a path. You know. We all have our own path. You know. Wow, this it's became like, real like motivational speak speaker. <laughs> hey, it's anything can happen. Latinos are loud. Yeah, yo. I um. Yo, everyone, Jimmy got married, yo. Like, why? You trying to be all inspirational and shit. Like, you a changed man. Look at the range, man. It's a whole we new We all done changed. <laughs> we all went through a change. Yeah, we this all. This wedding was like experience. a portal. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the hell we walk through this like wedding portal and all of us are like these uh philosophers. A nude. We all grew up a little bit at the end yeah, of the yeah, I think we did. Okay, I think thanks, we did. Jamie. What was in the I food? Think we did. What was in that pork? I, I told you. I, t yeah, I told you. Family secret. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there was a lechon. That was so great. It was so uh, that's for Timo. But that was for Timo. It was like, I want a pig. I'm like, okay. I love it. I love it. Wow. All right. Well, do you want to do Keloke? Okay? Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Boom.
Okay, this is where we shout people out or ourselves. Feel free to do that, you know. We could just shout ourselves out if you like. It feels good. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> um, I'm going to shout all, out Frank yeah. and Jamie. I'm shouting you out right okay. now. This is your shout I, out. I, shout I, out to I, Frank I, and I, Jamie. You guys yeah, want to yeah, shout yeah. anybody out or anything? I want to shout out um, Rachel and Frank. Oh, oh I, I want to shout out you guys. I, for, I love that. Uh, Showing love and 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 uh, and being at my wedding, um, I really uh, appreciate seeing you guys there, and um, really uh, think it was really sweet um, that you got my uh, new brother-in-law really high. So, <laughs> <laughs> Stand the man. Stand the man. Yo, he's funny, bro. He's a character. He's a, he's a character. If, I love if, your family. If, he, if you and you and Fatima have a baby, uh, him and you together as a kid, oh wow, that's a that's a star for sure. He he has he has that Hollywood swag too. By the way, he does. <laughs> he be do. He has he he works on like the outskirts of. I saw. He used that. to be Gary Busey's. Like, us. oh no, I told you, Dersh. Sorry, rewind yeah. that. And he's and he said he's rewind that. Be... Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that again. That's yeah, no, I mean he's you know like I told you before with the Gary Busey thing, like he's he's yeah. worked in entertainment, so the guy got he's it. Scouting man. locations, he used to be a location oh, scout, I think he was. I saying, want him to like... narrate the wedding video. He just has a good like. <laughs> yeah, he has a voice. A but yeah. yeah, so shout out to y'all um, and Yellow dot com real quick because right. they are the news and um, lifestyle. Uh, website for Latino men. Nice. Check mm-hmm. out yellow.com as always. Always gotta give them props. And um, um, Frank, who are you shouting out? I'm shouting out you and your wife, man. Congratulations. Uh, it was amazing. Look at this. You're a big softy over yeah, here. I did, man. I gotta, I gotta go to, I, I said, after the wedding, I said, I gotta go back to the gym, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tear jerkers. Uh, I saw a lot of, you know, of our old friends. Uh, yeah, it no, was amazing, was you know, like, uh, we haven't all been together in a long time. So just being on that table uh, with so yeah. many people that I've worked with, the energy at that table, even your mom said it, it was just like... Um, yeah, she shouted y'all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, she you felt know, bad was, because she was I like, Mira, I didn't, shout out, I didn't shout out his other friends. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> the first table she went to was in 28. She was like, I feel bad for your other friends. They're going to think I don't love that. <laughs> It's just like I don't know, man. I think to me, when we all get together like that, we're like a spark plug, bro. We could, we could, we could blow the top off anything. So it was just good having us all like that and just sharing that moment, you know, with your family, man. Seeing, you know, what your fam, what you mean to your family, you know, like some of the speeches, are uh, you're, Dude. um, yeah. it was. I don't even know what to say, man. You, but you know what's up, man. Um, it was amazing, and I feel honored that you uh, you invited me there, and just seeing you with your fam and everybody all together it was it was a great moment, man. It was really amazing. Yeah, thank was. you, thank you, Frank. And yeah. I'm glad we could share it on the podcast. This is what uh, it's all about. Yeah, bro, totally. amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you. 
Um, I'm also going to shout out Frank and Jamie again. Uh, Frank, <laughs> I, I want to shout you out for being my photographer for the evening. Thank you yeah. for capturing the moments. Um, uh, and also being like your Tim Gunn. He was giving you Project Runway like tips and shit. He was great. And different angles. And just, he's a good friend. Frank is a really good friend. Um, you know, and I also want to thank you for getting me home safe. I ended up in my bed. Oh man, that chi- so... that chimney! Did you eat? Did you eat the chimney at the end of the night? Because I ate mine. I don't know. You went I... to sleep. I and you look... asking. <laughs> we went all the way uptown, Jamie. We went to get the chimney all the way on two o seven. But when I got back to the car, uh, Rachel was out. I don't even remember the That's ride. Funny. I I remember asking for palito de queso, but I got then, you like, four. I don't. I get you four of them. <laughs> and she just broke out. You had to do it yourself. I don't remember yeah. anything after that point. But I remember I woke up in my bed. So somehow uh, angels were with me, and I got here. Thank you. Um, and then for Jamie, I just want to shout you out. I also want to shout out your family. They are so embracing, especially your mom. Again, your mom's mm. speech was so touching on every level. The yeah. love that she has for you is just so it's so beautiful to watch. And your dad, too. Your dad was genuinely happy. It looked really nice. Um, I always say this to your mom on the low, but I'm going to tell you what I always tell her. I, tell, she, I sound like a broken record because I constantly <laughs> tell this to her. I always tell her that as a mom with a Latino son in the private school system, I, I just really commend her and I applaud her for doing such a wonderful job raising you because mm. you're a reflection of your upbringing. And I look to her for advice from time to time. You know, she has a boy. I, I want my boy to be just like you, Jamie. You're a wonderful wow. human being. Wow. Thank you. I can't even fun. believe you grew up in the Heights sometimes or anywhere. I'm like, how did she, Jamie um, grow up? <laughs> look, she knew that my skinny pasty ass would get my ass beat in public school. So but um, she knew what I to, to do. Even aside from school, I, I always look to the moms that came before me. Yo, give yeah. me those tips. I want my boy to do some of the things that your boy ended up doing. And that includes marrying a wonderful lady and just being so familial, loving of your family. Those are the things that are also important to me. So I look to your mom for tips every now and then when I have the pleasure of seeing her. And also having the pleasure of seeing her was in and of itself quite joyous. Yeah. Like I said, she's, it's been a tough year for her health-wise. So, um, you know, honestly, we didn't even know she would be able to make the wedding, right? So, But we got some good news the week before, and then and she looks like hopefully she's back to... Um, you know, getting back to better health. Um, but she was there and she had her energy. She yeah. had her like her party energy. She loves to like be in parties and dance and and bug out. So um, yeah. it was in full display. Like she she brought it and uh, um, I was happy to see that. And you know and you know my you know just and, and my siblings too. Like I didn't sh- I, I had a whole I had like a thank you speech and I feel like I, I you know I thank my family but I didn't specify my siblings and my sister and and um, and two brothers. So. Um, they you got um, a brother that looks just like you, man. Oh they, um, my god. Oh Lorenzo, yeah. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, we, that's yeah, just that's you good, like yeah. in ten years, bro. Holy smokes. Uh <laughs> like fifteen years. They're, they're okay, not okay, young. okay, okay. Um there's a but, strong yeah, so, family resemblance. Yeah, yo, the genetics, yes, even yes. in like mm-hmm. Andrew's family, also yeah. strong genetics. It's so cute. And even the kids, so, um, y'all look alike. <laughs> so cute. So yeah, this is a great, great episode, y'all. Yes. Yeah, yo. Yes. Cheers to love 
And you guys, Mazel Tov, God bless your marriage. Yes. All right, that's it. Follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. We've got officiants. We've got MCs. We got DJ Jams Bond. Come to us with your needs. Um, and on that note, we out. Boom.